and thank you for joining me today. I uh, just want to remind you, all of my listeners to please, 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 please stay safe. Continue to be responsible and practice your social distancing, wear your mask, wash your hands frequently. Listen, don't take any chances with your health or the health of others. And please don't forget to ask God to protect you and your family every day. Uh, welcome back to Sheology 101, Lessons for Living Fearlessly Authentic. I am Kim C. Watson. Um, so right now we're still working on our self-inventory. We have started our journey by talking about our baggage. In our past episodes, um, we talked about exploring the first two bags of regrets and toxic relationships. And I hope you had a chance to reflect, identify, and surrender those items to the Father and continue to think about what Paul said to us in Philippians 3 and 13, that we really need to forget those things that are behind us and press forward because there is a reward in the end in Christ. Um, So let's get back to our closet. And let's pull out the next two bags that we want to talk about this week. And the first one is letting go of doubts you have about your own abilities. Um, And if I gave just this section a title of its own, it probably would be something like no validation needed. Throughout my life, I found myself living for validation. I mean, from the very beginning as children, we look for validation from our parents and from our teachers. You know, we look for someone to say, oh, that's a good job. Um, you did great. Um, I'm proud of you. All of those things um, are some sort of validation. And as we continue in life, we pick up other areas with, with which we want validation. And that's our, on our jobs. Validation could include um something like a promotion or, you know, someone telling you, you received an award because you were employee of the month, whatever those things are, um, we begin to base our lives solely on the validation of other people. And during all those times when I sought the validation, even when it was, when it came to ministry, um, I needed validation Um, or it seemed that I needed validation from the higher authorities to say that you are a good minister or that, um, you know, you need to, I'm going to ordain you as a minister um, or I'm going to ordain you as an elder. And I realized, um, or I forgot really, not even realized, I forgot that God created me like all of his other creations, And what I mean by that is that God calls, creates first, then he calls, then he assigns, and then he validates his creations. And what am I talking about? So if you look at Genesis, when we talk about the story of creation, as God began to create all of the things that we know now as as the world and the earth and the sun and the moon, as he created those things, he made it very clear that when he was done, that it was good. And I mean, everything, the sun, the birds, the light, the dark, the earth, the sea. And even when it came to man and he created man in his own image, 
he sealed it and validated by saying it was good on that last day. Now let's think about it. God created man in his image, and that's us. So if we are created in the image of God, then we are good. So why is it that we go through life looking for validation from others when in actuality, God validated our existence from the beginning? So when you think about yourself, think about that God created you and then he called you to a specific assignment, whatever that assignment is. You may know what that assignment is, and then you may not know what that assignment is, but you should be seeking to find out what that assignment is because he truly has called you for a specific assignment. And then he validates you just like all of his other creations because you were created in his image and you are good. It doesn't matter what you have done in your past because remember, we are forgetting those regrets and we're forgetting those toxic relationships and we're forgetting all those things that are behind us. And now we're going to focus on what God calls as good and that is us. So if God validates us, then why do we look everywhere else to seek validation? When God gives us um, a talent, why do we need someone to tell us that our talent is good. We should be walking in the validation that the Almighty has already ordained us to be good, and we need no other validation but that. So now that we have realized that God has already validated us and that we are good, the problem comes in when we deviate from the call and the assignment. We fall out of alignment with God, our creator. When he, when we seek validation from others, um, it, it's as if we no longer trust the plan that God has for us. Think of falling out of alignment like this. If the sun decided that it no longer wanted to fulfill its purpose and not shine or provide warmth to the planet because it's waiting for validation from mankind, what what would this world look like? Now think about your own life. Have you decided that you don't want to live your purpose and that you need validation in order to live your purpose and you need someone to tell you what your purpose is rather than asking God what your purpose in life is and what is his divine destiny for you? Maybe you decide that you don't want to um, shine because of the things in your life. You're basically basing your life on your past indiscretions. And God is continually telling you that you are good and it is okay. And that we, that he has a plan for you. And whatever that plan is, that is even good. That is already validated. So think about this. Have you decided not to shine because of the things in your life that may have distracted you from your purpose? Maybe you decided not to shine because you would rather be in the background because it's more comfortable. There's no pressure to shine when you're in the background. Um, there's no validation needed because you're hiding yourself. And maybe you feel the way I did. No one's really interested in my type of light 
or my type of shine because there are so many other lights out there waiting for validation from others of what our purpose is. For years, um, you know, I battled with that validation. I battled with what is the calling on my life, my true God purpose. And I refuse to believe that anyone would want to hear the message from me. Um, I sought validation from my pastor, my friends, uh, my family, anyone that would tell me that I was good. Because so many times in my life, I felt that I was bad. From the time that I was a child, um, I sought the approval of my parents or my mother. I sought the approval of my teachers. Um, and I felt that if I did not get that approval from them, that something about me wasn't good. And I'm coming you know, here to tell you today that when God created you, he created us in his image and we are good. So when I didn't get that validation, not only did I just hide my light and turn it down, I hid it in the back of my virtual closet, in the back corner. Imagine I hid it under some boxes. And each time God told me to take it out and shine, I would pull it out. I would look at it. I dust it off. I turn it on. But I never left the closet. I stayed there because if I brought my light out and no one validated me, then I would feel worse than if I just keep it in the closet. So what good is a light if it's in the closet? What good is a light if you never turn it on? And it took me a long time to pull out that light. Knowing that you have a purpose is not enough. You have to take it out of wherever you've hidden it in order for the assignment to be fulfilled, in order for your purpose to be fulfilled. You have to um, understand that sometimes you'll take that light out and you'll dust it off and you'll set it up on the mantle. But if you never turn it on, it never serves its purpose. Think about the birds of the air. They need no validation from you to fly. The sun rises in the morning and needs no validation to do its job. God created it. God called it, gave it an assignment, and then validated by stamping it with his approval that it was good. So your purpose and your assignment, if it's based on validation, is based on the wrong thing. If you hide your light, you are dimming your purpose. Look at Matthew 5, 14 and 16. It says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Remember your purpose, your assignment, your calling. It's not just for you. Your light is a reflection of God himself. He created that light for all to see so that he can be glorified. 
So when we refuse to answer and walk in our divine purpose, we are most definitely hindering God's work in others. Think of all the people that we come into contact on a daily basis. Um, people on our job, and, and people in the supermarket, and uh, people everywhere. What if your purpose was to influence them in some way? Or your purpose was to empower or encourage them in some way? If you're not living in the purpose that God intended, then not only have you failed them, but you have failed and disregarded the purpose of the one that created, called, assigned, and validated you. Validated you. And that's the Father. Think about this reference in Romans 9, 20, and 21. But who are you, a human being, to talk back to God? So what is form say to the one who formed it, why did you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special purposes and some common use. Wow. Are you questioning the creator as to why he created you? Are you questioning him by seeking validation from others when he has already validated your purpose? How dare we question God's perfect creation and our designed purpose? Are you questioning God? If this is you, it's not too late to fix this. Honor him and his validation for you. So we have to let that bag go. That bag that says and questions your ability. Your ability was created when you were created. And if your ability was created when you were created, then God has already stamped you and your ability and your purpose and your design that it is good. If you are ready to change your attitude, if you're ready to let go of that bag that holds all of those questionings of your ability and questionings of your purpose and questionings of your designed purpose, it's real simple to start all over again just by saying, dear Lord, please forgive me for questioning you and your power to create me for your design purpose. I am clay, ready to be molded into what you have intended me to be. I recognize and accept your power placed in and over my life. Forgive me for allowing outside influences to deter me from your perfect plan for my life. I was created to glorify you and your works in me. Father, use me for your glory. Thank you for your grace and mercy. And I'm ready to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. So now that we have recognized um, and pulled out that bag about our, our inability to do what God has called us to do, we have prayed and now we're going to let that bag go. But the next bag is kind of attached to it. It is like the matching set. So the other piece of this luggage set is taking criticism and rejection personally. 
And this is also a part of that validation set. Because if someone doesn't validate us, we take it personal. That it is a personal attack against our character, um, against our talents. And that's just not how we, as children of God, should see um, criticism and rejection. Think about Jesus. If every time Jesus was rejected and he took that personally, would he be the savior that he is? Would he have gone to the cross for us if he took our rejection of him personal? Think about that. Would he have sacrificed for us and given the ultimate sacrifice for us if every time we rejected him, he took it personally? Every time we criticized him, and I know you're saying, when do we ever criticize God? Well, listen, people do it all the time. Why would God do this if he loved me? Why would God do this? He should have done that. That is all criticism. When we don't walk in the divine purpose that God has called us for, that is rejection. So as we go through our lives, we encounter rejection and criticism every day. Whether it's our job, whether it's our spouses, whether it's our friends, you know, um, we we always will have some person or something that will reject or criticize us. But it is not uh, for us to take it personally or as a personal attack against us. Criticism can be used in a positive way. We always look at criticism as uh, or rejection as a negative, but in some cases, it is not um, the negativity that we think it is. If you have a toxic relationship and you begin to change and all of a sudden that friend begins to reject you, well, guess what? That may be what God is trying to do for you. Maybe he's trying to separate you from that toxic relationship. And you're taking that rejection personally, so you go and you try to make it right, when in fact, you are already good. We've already discussed that. You were created in his image, so you're already good. So if something that you're doing as you're walking this walk with Christ offends someone else and they begin to try to criticize you or reject you, guess what? You're in the right place because God is going to work that out for you. He's going to show you what you need to do. The only rejection that we really should be concerned about is whether or not Christ rejects us. That is the only rejection that truly matters. All others are consequential. We take it with a grain of salt and understand that we are no different because Christ was rejected. So let's not take that personally. I also want you to remember as we think about these two bags, the one that doubts your ability and the one that causes you to take criticism and rejection personally, we've already established that we are good because God validated us. But I also want you to remember that God uses the imperfect to do his perfect will. 
Because you have to understand there is no one that is perfect. There is no one that walks this earth that is perfect. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. But the difference for the believer is that we know we have an advocate with the Father. That he will go before the throne of grace when we pray to him and ask him to forgive us, that he will be there, that he will advocate for us to the Father, and that his grace and mercy will fall on us. So we need to understand that, yes, we are not perfect and people will criticize and people will reject us, but that's okay. As long as we're walking in our divine God-given purpose, as long as we believe that we are good and our abilities were validated by God himself, then there is no need to take criticism or rejection personally. It is not about you. Maybe it's about the other person. Maybe there's something in your life that's not really sitting or vibing well with that other person, causing them to reject you. That has nothing to do with you. That has to do with the God within you. And he will make it plain to you when you're out of line. He will make it plain to you when you're not doing his will. But you have to be open to listening to him, to hearing him, and then following him. So I want you to remember as I close out today that your abilities never need to be questioned because they were gifts from God. Your calling was from God. Your validation was from God. Your assignment is from God. So go forth with that ability because it is good. Secondly, don't take any criticism or rejection personally, because again, your validation is from God and that is all you need. So my friends, I pray that this blessed you today. Um, as we continue this course in self inventory, uh, we will dive into some more bags next week. But as we let go of these bags, I hope that you feel the lifting of burdens that you've been carrying and that God is there standing, waiting to take all of this from you, your regrets from your past, your toxic relationships, your doubts about your abilities and your taking criticism and rejection personally. That as these bags, as we go through and we pick them apart and you identify with them, that once you identify them, you let them go because you don't need it. God's going to carry your burdens for you. So you turn them over to him. I thank you for listening. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Stay blessed and highly favored. Please follow me on Instagram at Sheology or on Facebook at Sheology or Kim C. Watson. I love you and see you next week. Thank you.